everybody. <laughs> installment of the Dismount Podcast, and we are transitioning into this episode. Uh, we'll call it episode three of the self-journey, uh, self-discovery series that we've been putting together here. And today we're really going to kind of finalize last week's episode uh, a little bit, um, pull some of those topics from last week into how they relate to this week. And then set the scene for really um, some impactful, probably, conversation today, I think. So if uh, we really start to uh, let out some of the stuff that uh, we've seen in our life and we've experienced ourselves. So without further ado, we're going to have Brandon come in here and just lay out where we're going with this. So uh, thank you, Zach. We... um Touched on some things last week, some of them being REBT, Rational Emotive Behavioral Therapy, and um, some elements of like cognitive behavioral paradigm, how they relate to the self and development, such as like your thoughts, actions, attitudes, and beliefs, how those formulate your interpretation of the situation, how they play on one another, and then how that affects our sense of self, how we fit into our worldview, even down to what we previously talked about within our systems. So this week we're going <clears> to <throat> talk about our expectation versus reality with those thoughts, attitudes, actions, and beliefs. And then when that occurs, are there any challenges or roadblocks that you might encounter while you're trying to work on your self-development? So are there any challenges, roadblocks, or things that you feel come up within um, your journey to self-growth? whether now or there are instances in the past, I'll just kick off by saying I know in the past, probably about like 10 years ago, it was a little bit harder to regulate myself and habits, behaviors. You might just have like some impulses. You're like, oh, you know, I deserve this. Like that's definitely happened to me in the past where I'm like, I have irrational belief of, I've had a hard day. I deserve this. Like that, that's something that I still struggle with. You know, you come back and what you really deserve is to do something nice and hard working for yourself, for your future self to develop and make it easier. So basically like metaphorical unload some books for your future self so that they could carry more. But yeah, I deserve this would be a good one that I've definitely got my own way with that interpretation. Without a doubt, I deserve to sit down and do nothing right now, play some video games, pound an entire bag of Doritos, and crush out a two-liter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, hell you yeah. You got one of those? Hell yeah. Can we do that right now? <laughs> yeah. oh, that was like my ideal Friday night. You know, mm-hmm. I wasn't really one who was huge. On, I mean, I enjoyed us going to the bars and stuff whenever we had our time, you yeah. know, but... I will say, like, I way more enjoyed just sitting around and doing stuff like that. Obviously, there was probably other stuff involved with those evenings as well. But I enjoyed just sitting around playing video games, having an NBA jam tour. Dude, those were so fun. Pounding an entire, like, yes. 30 rack with the boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know I mean, I, I will say that, yeah, that was a ton of fun. Yeah. So for me, like, when I, it was just my time, like, just got done with doing an entire day's worth of work at Safe Light, and 
<laughs> you know, and then come from going to class. Oh. Yeah. Coming from Safe Light, going down to class, having class until like 10 o'clock at night, and then going oh. home. And yeah, that you, oh, I've done nothing for myself today. Like, you don't see, like, going to work as, like, oh, that put money in my pocket that allowed me to be able to do this, though. And, oh, hey, school's allowing me the opportunity for a job that's going to make more money for me to be able to maybe, you know, find my financial freedom quicker. Yeah. I'll have a better opportunity place to end. Yeah. You know, and you don't look at those things when they're happening because you're just in this turmoil of just all this craziness going on. And you're not living in the moment because, and this is, uh, I think, a, probably a topic that mm-hmm. falls in line with what we're talking about today is if you're living in the moment, you're there, you're present. But if you're so focused on the future, you're going to be anxious, you're going to be antsy because you're, I want to get there, I want to get there. And if you're too focused on the things that have happened to you that you feel have uh, held you back or this or that or or I'm not, why am I not at this level yet, you know, you're stuck in the past, you're going to be potentially stuck in, you know, a depressive state, focusing on depression, yeah, and negatives, so I think that really falls in line with this whole topic Mm -hmm. today, without a doubt. What have you thought uh, some roadblocks come up for you, Derek? Now, in the past? Yeah. Any challenges or, like, things that... I mean, it's, yeah, it's just, like, getting out of your own way. I think um, like that's a big challenge for me. If like I continue to stay in the same shit that I'm in, whether it's um, taking care of myself on a regular basis at home or professionally or whatever it is, I think that like while you should still be in the moment, for me at least, like I have to, I have to see some type of future. I think nowadays, like there has to be like to have that appreciation of you know, the, the grind quote unquote of like, Hey, every day is part of the journey. Then, you know, you have to have some perspective of where you're going, you know? So that's, that's a thing for me where, where I I want to start looking more into the future, but also appreciate what's in front of me and like appreciate whatever I'm going through because uh, it's part of a bigger picture. So like, with that being said, cool. Like not going home and sitting there and playing Xbox and, and, you know, wasting away without any like, oh, like, yeah, there's some appreciation even from like, if I go home and do that, like, I should understand that going to work every day and building towards a future and refining my skills that I have there, um, th- there should be some appreciation for that. And it is okay if I go home and say, okay, cool, now I'm going to play Xbox because I did actually do things for myself. But there has to be that perspective and then the understanding of like, okay, cool. Like, is that, you know, what, what did that fulfill for me? And then if I go home and use that time I have to myself just to unwind and not really refine anything personally, then is that what I should be doing with my time? Should I be focused on something else? Um, so those are all questions I'm looking into is like, regardless of what it is, is just making sure that I'm not... I'm not really unappreciative of what's going on, but I am becoming to the point where I can kind of refocus my efforts for myself and, and you know, how those look. That makes me think of uh, personally in my like, relationship with, with Hawks. Yeah. You know, 
people always ask, like, why aren't you married? Why aren't you married? And I'm not going to make this about that. But <laughs> the scenario behind that whole situation is I love that girl to death. And I tell people openly about this now. When I ask her what she wants out of life, she gives me the phrase, I don't know. So that comment that you made of you have to be respectful and grateful for the situation that you're in at that present moment but if there's no vision towards the future and you don't have something that you're working towards yeah. it's even just the you know I that's what I'm working towards mm-hmm. but when I don't get there I'm not going to be upset because I'm going to have gratitude the whole way through for the journey that took me on my pursuit to that right i might have like 14 things along the way yeah that might be amazing on the pursuit to that that if i didn't have respect and gratitude for that those present moments yeah you'll miss them but if you don't have that vision then where are you going yeah you're just you know if you're just that's a good point walking around in a blizzard and and, you know that that's the entirety of your life and there's no like all right well here's point a to point b you're just walking around in in a storm of of nothing there's no clue there's no understanding of why you're doing that you're just stuck there so yeah i it's so difficult i think though to have something that you really want to to pursue and that be the only thing that you pursue when you have all these different dreams and aspects that you want to hunt down and building this self-development i think for me right now the hardest thing is like and anastasia always gets on me and a lot of people get on me like family and whatnot they're like you always it's always something new like every time i see you like it's like oh i'm going after this now and then it's like next time i see you it's like i'm going after this and it's like yeah, but like that's just me living like to me like yeah. I just feel like that's just me living in the moment and like <laughs> at this moment in time like I'm I'm passionate about chasing this so that's what I'm going to go after. Yeah. You know and oh well next next time you see me it might be a completely different passion. Yeah. Who knows if that's not uh, tied to some type of like ADHD or something. <laughs> like that or whatnot. Not that I've been tested or anything like that. But for me, it's just, I can, I've always been able to jump back and forth between my left and right side of my brain. Like, I've been able to be logical, I've been able to be creative, whenever. And so, developing this version of me that's this, like, final version is just so interesting to me. Like, the concept of that. Like, how can you even say that, like, oh, this is the final version of me, or yeah. this is the ultimate version of me? Like, I'm just. I'm baffled by even like trying to put grasps on what we classify that as, yeah. you know, like, or what anybody would classify that as for themselves, I think for the collective, which is for themselves. That's just an asinine way of looking at something, in my opinion. It's so stupid. Like, I don't know. To me, like, not to anybody else. I won't hold that against anybody. But to me, like, that's that's so much weight like all right well when i get to my final self like my my you know level 10 i've completed 100 percent of the tasks like you know this is as far as i'll get like that's like a lot of weight and then kind of like lame as well you're like all right well like what happens when you get there then what next mountain what's the next mountain you've done it all 
Like what? Like the, you know what I mean? Like what is the next melon? Then if you are your final self, then like then what? There's something funny to say about that. I definitely gotta mention. There's uh, someone I studied under, and they mentioned they were teaching me something about addictions. I can't remember if they had a specialty in it or another form of counseling, but they mentioned that they suspected, and there's some kind of theory out there, or hypothesis that part of addiction is actually there for an evolutionary function. Like for us pursuing, like pursuing whatever that drug of choice is and not being able to stop yourself is kind of intertwined. At least their thought process was, it was intertwined with like your sense of work and efforts. So maybe your work is to go out and collect wood so you can make arrows and you're like one more piece of wood, good piece of wood, will get me 10 more arrows. If I get 10 more arrows, then we might be able to get like three rabbits. <laughs> so, because we'll miss that many times. Yeah. So then that person's like one more piece of wood, one more piece of wood, one more piece of wood. And then in that sense, like building those habits and trying to grow and those new hobbies and different things that you want to experiment with. And same, it's kind of like that sense of, how, however you see it, addiction, ADHD, but it's funny, those are just our ways to explain things that are kind of like maladaptive whenever we're on our way to growth. Someone like me would call that like humanistic theory, like you're always trying to grow in some way. It's just how good is are you adapted to your environment? Like not adapted. How good are you fit for your environment? And are you responding to it well? Are you making the changes whenever it's needed? Wow. To I don't even know how you would. Uh, yeah, I don't even know how you would ever end up classifying yourself as your final self. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just so. There's so many ways to take yourself to eat like you learn how to knit yeah you know like are you are you good at like making meatloaf like i don't like that's like it's so weird to me like like i get what it is like because like you'll take like a uh, a doctor and they're so smart they're the smartest person you've ever met but then they also don't know how to like take a picture on their phone and you're like what the (laughs) fuck is wrong with you and they're like oh it's because they know one thing really 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 well it's all they've ever known since they were 14 years old and now they're 68 and like that's all they've ever done so like yeah like maybe it's like when you get like a i mean you can't you can't like have madden and then like there's a running back and he's not gonna also be like the strongest tackler in the game too like that doesn't make any sense so eventually yeah maybe but like that eventually a person peaks because like our our processor doesn't (laughs) is not capable of keeping up at at a certain point or can only take on tome you know so much in in a in a certain amount of time so i guess there's a little bit of yes and no there but i i just think that's ridiculous it's a full it's a full fool's game. Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, whenever she talks about being a good actress, she said, You never can get fully there, but it's about the pursuit. And that's what she chases. Because he comes over. It's it's one of my favorite scenes. Leonardo DiCaprio, he drank like seven or eight whiskey sours the night before, and he comes over and he's smoking a cigarette. He's sitting next, he's like, Mind if I join you? She's like, Yeah. And she's like, 
reading a book as long as you don't disturb me and he's like hawking up a loogie like, sorry. <laughs> sorry ma'am but uh yeah and then she just like schools him on how like how to be a good actor but it's like really a metaphor for the movie and him like get your shit together and like he just has a terrible scene in the next five minutes but she talks about it's about the pursuit so she's just super disciplined as this little girl and she's talking about life, but it, she's talking about acting about yeah. you just keep trying to get better and you're never going to get there, but it's the pursuit. It made me think about on my journey right now with work, there's like a few days that really sucked, <clears throat> but it was just because I was learning and it was difficult. But I thought about, I recently watched Lord of the Rings all the way through and I actually sat down and watched them without like taking breaks or just doing something else. I was like, man, Whenever you're going through like a hard time in life, I'm like, man, it is crazy just thinking about the quest. And you're like, so many movies, it's about the quest. And like, you know, you look back at the end of the quest and you're like, wow, that that was something. Like, I can't believe I came through all those trials. But yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Like, just to think about that when you're on your way, hope is not very, very uh, abundant. But cool to think back. It's about the quest. Yeah. So if you're thinking about it in terms of it's about the quest, is everybody have their own separate quests? Or is there a quest here for the human race in terms of like uh, something like a enlightening yourself that is actually the quest that people should be following? I think... What's your take? You think everybody has their own separate quests? In now, is it a soul quest? Or are we like are we talking your soul in its in its entirety? Or are we talking just like this incarnation? When it comes down to the quest. Yeah, I guess it has to do with the roles you play too. Like yeah, like we all unfortunately we live in late stage capitalism where we're all tied into a structure that is complete we just not running in the, in the manner it should um but to keep whatever party we got going on over here we kind of also got to stick to that so like your societal quest definitely differentiates from your spiritual quest in my opinion but i think like i think they are individual but they tie into each other for sure and then where we go as because like with like societal like it is still to move the the entirety of our species forward for sure and then spiritually i think it's the same manner but that's more of like your individual quest while your societal kind of keeps like the whole thing going and you, and you do need both so if your heart's your neutral your downloads your animalistic which would be your survival your societal and then anything above your throat third eye your crown would be your spiritual man it seems like pretty interesting yeah that we're you know at least me i'm putting this connection together right now you gotta have we constantly have this reoccurring theme of mm -hmm. having a healthy relationship yeah with everything mm -hmm. yeah you know not just the positives all right the negatives as well so boom hearts the neutral you're always staying grounded having gratitude for your given moment of experience yeah but you got to have a good relationship with the lower and you got to have a good relationship with the upper 
to be able to continue in that neutrality of just existing in peace and existence. Yeah, but still moving. Yeah, <laughs> but still, still moving forward too, though. Like you know, like there is like there is a like going back to the evolutionary thing. I think that is still a, a, a huge point. To that is is that we are programmed to move ourselves forward for sure. You know, like I think I mentioned to you when you're chatting on the bike of like, I have like people experiencing enlightenment or whatever it may be and how some people can't see that, but others know it's a, a real possibility. And the fact that like, you know, the, those people may be blind to it is, is crazy to me because we are programmed to, um, you know, be evolutionary and, and can, can can continue to evolving, and and if that's the if that's the case, then like, why wouldn't some people have like a step up on others in this process? Like, it's so easy to see like where we came from, but like, like we're not going to stop evolving. So where else are we headed? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I think we. It's interesting on that that we. As you were asking about quests, what, do we have a collective quest and personal quests? And as you're talking about evolving, um, I was also thinking it's crazy because I've often thought we kind of should be headed for the goal. My personal opinion of like, all right, we all should become like almost like a collective individual interdependent parents to be stewards for the environment, for animals, you know, not getting too hippie sounding, but in general, like. Hey, if we all, like, if we had a million decisions to make and at least a million, we'll say half of them were good decisions on the lines of, we'll just say Tyson Chicken, for example. I love Tyson Chicken. Horrible, horrible, uh, horrible uh, thing. They, what was it, uh, like Food Inc. or something? They had a study and it was on, it was on them and basically them not having the free range chickens that were like, they were so big from like, juicing them up that they would fall and their legs weren't strong enough to hold them up. And I'm like, all right, it feels like at least myself, I probably could do one thing and not eat them, but I've totally been guilty of that. I don't know if they still do it that way, but I think part of our collective quest is to like all make good decisions. It's like a joke from the other guys. Whenever they're like, come on, we, we got to go out like Alan and, save the day and he's like what about like three million socially conscious civilians making the right decisions and it was hilarious <laughs> because it's like yeah right but you know maybe that is like what should be the common collective and sometimes there are things that unite us um and i think we all turn towards like the pandemic i mean there's a lot of people who came together there's a lot of things that were happening but there's a lot of people who came together too but i think me, my own personal quest, I always have the quest for self-improvement. So I think we all have our individual ones. And then we have side quests too. And I think yeah. one of our goals is try to find the most uh, honorable quests along the way. So what's your honorable quest? It's funny because I would really like to become a parent one day. Like I would like to be a dad. And then just I feel like one of my life goals is to become a good parent. And then pass on my legacy and then die. And I don't like to say yeah. I like him. Once I turned 26, I started to come to the realization like, like I've realized it before, but it starts to sink in. Like someday you're going to die. What have you done? And 
around that time, I was like, you know, you did make a, affect a lot of people's lives. And if you were to die right now, it wouldn't be good. But like, you know, you've had quite a life. You've had some great chapters. And uh, I think my quest is to, you know, be a good parent and finish the book, more or less. That's pretty sweet, dude. I like Thanks. that a lot. Thanks, man. Now, being 26 and starting to feel that, like, immort- you know, mm-hmm. mortality hit, and starting to talk about, like, the Tyson chicken and mm-hmm. making better decisions and stuff like that, is that is that something that's definitely difficult right now for you, like, dealing oh, yeah. with stuff like that, like, trying to reprogram yourself from processed foods, I guess, is what I would... Yeah. I, I definitely, it's funny with that movie the other day too, it made me think about it more. It is, it is hard. Like I, I know a lot about the body and how our relationship with our, like our unconscious in the body, but also your stomach gut biome is like super important. And I am definitely like a slave to the food. Like I know I definitely could do without a lot of the pop and a lot of like the takeout food. But man, they do got us. They got us wrapped around their finger. At least they got me. Like, there's so much food, and it makes me not want to cook. And I'm yeah. like, man, it's so much nicer to go out, even down to the sandwiches at Portman's. Like, yeah. Portman's sandwiches are delicious. I've got it down to, like, I could totally buy a sandwich from someone else rather than buy the materials and then make the sandwich, like, ten times over. <laughs> right. No, it's, it's so hard because, yes, when you want to start – doing for yourself and like mm-hmm. buying stuff more consciously mm-hmm. like i don't want to eat this same thing 14 times right now mm-hmm. like so making it for yourself is yeah i see how that's definitely a hurdle without a doubt because it is so much easier to just hit somebody up and in 25 you know 25 minutes you are picking up your order and your home and your comfy and you're just crushing your food and yeah. relaxing it's and so throwing f- away the wrapper after. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucked that it makes it feel like it's, oh, not even feel like it is a waste. Like if I buy a couple pounds of ground chicken to make through the week and like I can even make it and prep it. And then you're exactly right. I'm like, oh, cool, dude. Like all I got at home is like that ground chicken. <laughs> like I was supposed to eat for the third night on in a row. And, you know, I just had to work and I'm like, man, I had that shit for lunch. Now I'm going to have to have it for dinner. And you're like, no. And then you look back at it and like, and then after like three, four days, it's like, you're kind of ready to throw it out anyway. It's impossible for one, in my opinion, like right now, as far as prices at grocery store go, and then the quantity of like how good food actually is in a certain time period, if we have to freeze it and just someone living by themselves trying to eat properly at home is incredibly expensive and typically still wasteful on top of being expensive. Well, would you be able to, if you, could you, if you made a month's worth of food and froze it, okay, would you be able to say you have five different meals, okay, and you make 25, or what you make? I'm still eating out. I'd get sick of the five meals. But you, but you have a, so every week you would be, it wouldn't be like, there'd be an entire week until you'd eat like that meal again. See what I'm saying? Yeah, but like, okay. So all right, now walk me so through how, month, all right. Once a month on a Sunday, you make 20 meals. First of all, I don't have a freezer big enough for that. You make 20 meals? I 
can't put 20 meals in it. Like 20 containers, maybe. Okay, so walk me through this. 20 containers in my freezer. It's time to eat dinner. It's frozen solid. Now what do I do? I call Chipotle and I go to Chipotle because it's frozen solid and I forgot to pull it out because I was in a hurry for work. In a skillet? Hmm. What kind of what kind of options are we talking here? Actually, I, I like this. I'm like, let's take yeah, a little side quest on, on this. One. I, like this. <laughs> I think we could create some cool. I think we could create some good recipes hmm. that would be ideal, that would be healthy, that you could do that kind of situation with. Hmm. Hmm. Now, see, that's what I, I need to know. What do you want to eat? You know what I mean? Because like. What, what are you we should start. You know, first off, I obviously I can't put any vegetables. I like it. All right, all right. Hear me out. Hear me out. Take we, one we, something. No, all right, hear me out. He we wants do some red roasted tomatoes in it. Oh, that'd be fine. I'd eat that. So what we would do is we would have it as a Twitch stream. It'd be you leading and me and Titty at our own kitchens, cooking and learning through you how to cook. So we know we're doing it right, but also we can stream it and it'll just have like all three of us cooking the same meal prep in our own kitchens. We are going to need it. you to have a chef hat. That yeah, is, and you need a chef hat. Right. Yeah, yeah, and then a little rat in, in your hair pulling the uh, the strings. Okay. Yeah, and Sandy. Sandy. <laughs> Sandy. Sandy. <laughs> It'd actually be amazing to have a chef hat with a fake rat on fake top. Fake little rat. Or, or, ratatouille. Yeah. Ratatouille. No, but I mean, if that's if that's something that you feel is something that's one of the biggest hurdles right now. Because what I'm trying to get to is mm -hmm. there are different places, uh, they call them blue zones, okay? Mm -hmm. And blue zones are uh, towns where people consistently, the average age of their life is 100 wow. years old. And there are several indigenous tribes that we have you know, discovered where people are average of 160 years old, okay? And there's a gentleman by the name of Dr. Gundry who... Claims that he's going to be the first first person in America to live to be 150. Is what I believe he said. Is that what that Mexican UFO thing was? One of those people. <laughs> you, you, you didn't see that. You that Mexico is like, hey, dude, we found an alien. Like, here it is. And it, oh no, I saw. Uh, I saw Russia. Um, uh, uh, everyone's yeah, and then someone made. Someone said it was a cake. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what flavor? I don't know, dude. Buttercream. No, I'm kidding. I'm just joking. Mm -hmm. Yellow cake. So 100, 150, that's like make or break. If you don't get to 150, you're bummed out. Really? No, you. I'm asking you. For me? Yeah. You're, you're bummed out if you don't get to 150 years old. Uh, like, what I if don't you think I'm bummed out <laughs> if I don't get to 150 years old, but my life has taken a different direction. I like where my life is going because uh, I personally feel that um, people who need to have kids or have kids are one of the biggest lessons that they're learning and not that I think that that's what he is. He's on a vision of he wants to build this generational you know, lineage. I think some people need to learn how to love and the kids really teach you how to love. And, yeah. and they teach you discipline and all this kind of stuff and i don't know if i really feel like i need that kind of stuff in my life or or i need to be shown that so for me like living to be 150 like i still want to have kids but like 
I take care of myself in a lot different of a way than, you know, I think I'm going to be 85 years old and shredded and still doing push-ups and breakdancing at 85 years old. Like, you know, I might be 105 years old and be able to do 100, 100 pull-ups. Like, yeah. I, right now, I made this massive transition in my life and I'm slowly building all these pieces into it. Like, slowly building the diet to where exactly where slowly building the uh, athletic side of me into what I wanted to be and learning all these different things about like mobility and movement that are so beneficial to you that are what I'm working on in my self-development right now. So no, I'm not bummed if I don't get to be 150, but if some dude who didn't start this process until he was like in his 60s says he's going to live to be 150 with the process of just fasting and eating healthy, then yeah, I think I'm going to be, I think I'm going to be hitting somewhere in that ballpark too, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's good though. I mean, that's exactly, I think we just said about like the, in the interpretations of everything and, and the understanding that you can have a goal in mind and it's, more noble to you to have pursued the goal than it would be for you to never go on the journey at all you know yeah like if i want to learn to play piano and i fucking suck at it it's a lot better than me just not trying to play piano at all at least i tried exactly. and i'm like oh cool that isn't the thing for me but when you turn 30 and you're like i gotta work this stupid fucking job and then go back and do this and that and this, it, it becomes hard for a person to put time away from themselves and the, or even see what that is that is for themselves. And, you know, understanding that, cool, like, yes, there is growth in, in what I'm taking advantage of currently in a nine to five gig or whatever it is, but not to then reward yourself with a fucking pizza and weed and sitting around and doing nothing. It's more or less like, cool, like, these are all the things that I've taken from here, you know, a gig that maybe I don't really align myself with long term, but it gives me opportunities now and then turning that into something for you. You can preach about it all day, but it's like it, it's just something where that makes a lot of sense for people to get through those those hard days or whatever it may be because of the journey you're on as opposed to just being lost in the storm. Oh, because uh, what makes this whole process that right yeah. Right there, having this ability for people to say, "Oh, I'm gonna pick just the, these three things that happened right now because they're perfect," and this is what I'm gonna show to everybody on social media. Bro, hold on, I got. <laughs> we went out to. <laughs> I took my girlfriend out. <laughs> took my girlfriend out to uh, celebrate her birthday yesterday, and like I was like, "All right, well, we'll, we'll stop by before we go to the pub at the uh, at the Guardian, like, and we'll just sit there and like read for a half hour." And I had started a different book because I didn't like the last one. I had. I'm like, this book is just not me. I, I'm not reading it because I don't like it. So I, she was like, oh, this is so cute. I want to take a picture. And like, I'm like, I'll be fucking damned if you take a picture of me opening a book to read to page one. <laughs> like, she's like, oh, cute Instagram opportunity. It's me on page one of a book. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm going to flip to the fucking middle, dude. <laughs> like how fucking dumb you know but like <laughs> but regardless like you're right it does make it hard it makes it hard to interpret 
how you align with others. Like if all I see is like, oh, there goes this person doing this, this, and this, and you're always like, oh, like how do they always find themselves in these situations? How crazy! And it's like, you know, for me, like I look at like the things I've gotten to do in the last nine months of this year alone, and like travel to do places, two places I've always wanted to be, or you know, have opportunities at my job, or go see things with my friends, go to an outdoor hockey game for the first time. Like those are all really cool things that I got to do that I don't like need for me to have you know a million pictures of online, but like. I like having those, you know, ideas in my back pocket, but for some people it's like they it has to be out there for it to have happened. And if all you're seeing is just like the highlights of people's lives and this is blown over over and over and over again, but like that no wonder everyone's so fucked up, you know? That wasn't the case. No one any person from two generations back does not give a fuck about what other people are doing at all. Like they like yeah you have like your nosy neighbors but like everyone has their nosy neighbors but like two generations they don't understand what it's like to know that like somebody didn't get a promotion the second it happened on fucking LinkedIn or it, you know something where like you're not engaged immediately to someone you've been dating for six months or something like that like you know those are things where like it's just it's not that those things don't matter because they do 100 percent, and that's not the point because those things do matter to people and and, you know those are big stages and goals in people's lives but it's the interpretation of like if all you're seeing is all the great things in people's lives on your stupid phone then you're gonna wonder as you're going through your shit and your monotonous day-to-day with no alignment of where you're actually heading that is detrimental because you just like what what am i doing where where are my great days and like you can have your great days but with the wrong perspective they're just going to go by and you're not even going to realize that you're in those days without a doubt because how easy can you get sucked into uh, a thought process or a mindset uh, because you're like oh this person Every time I see them, they always act like this. They get into these these situations. I want to be in those situations. Yeah. You know, and it's like, whoa, but that mindset that that person had wasn't even what got them into that situation. There's a whole different ball, like a whole different back door of how they got to there. You know, like what I'm trying to say is how can how easily can people be shifted into thinking differently from social media just based on like well i want to be like that person yeah and then you really need that person you're like oh this person's kind of a piece of work yeah because mm-hmm. like and you get like a whole different perspective on on like a person you like may have never met at all and like oh that's so weird it's it, people are like um Oh, you you know, we don't li- live in the metaverse yet because like everyone doesn't have their helmets on and like, you know, we're not all just like some avatar or whatever that may be. But like, isn't that kind of what's happening already? Because if you meet some people that you've never met online, your perception of them changes instantaneously. Like whatever picture you had of someone is great if you've never met them, but you see like interactions with them online or whatever it may be. And then you meet them it, like you can build an idea but if you never seen like a video like it, it was like that person's in the media or something short but if it's just like an average joe person like you have this idea of who this person is based off the persona they build and then when you meet them they are never like that at all it's nine times out of ten that person 
somehow is just like building up this this character to like you know who they may be and that's not for good or bad that's just like it just seems that like to get to understand who a person really is and that's out of respect for them it's not a negative thing it's out of respect for them you have to know that person to get the idea if you're basing it's more a reflection of you to think you know a person before you actually know a person at all it's crazy because it has nothing like i'm not like i'm not sitting here where it says like like someone's online persona is bad or like the 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 profile they build out or what they what they share with other people is incorrect or wrong about everybody gets exactly what yeah look look at seinfeld seinfeld just that's 1990s and if you were in new york you had to literally go over and knock on someone's door to see if they were at their house right like that's so we yeah i think everybody's getting what you're laying down yeah it's crazy how this world we live in now where you have linkedin you have snapchat you have instagram everything yeah these different places where you're building these versions of what you're showing to the world right and people are like oh well i'm meeting uh so-and-so for a meeting tomorrow why don't i look them up on facebook and yeah i look i look up every single person i call on linkedin before i call them i do that's pretty dope every person i wonder who i'm talking to dude like I don't need to waste my time on trying to pitch, you know, you, Zach Nickel fucking, you know, club seating for, you know, the, this season. Like, that's not like you're not in that. Maybe with the right, you know, maneuvering, there's an opportunity. But I wouldn't know that regardless if I didn't give myself a chance. Like, all right, who is this dude? Like, what is he aligned with? And now where's my opportunity to, like, show him why this might make sense? Well, that's a that's a leg up in my, in my favor. Is all of this... For being able for someone who's in awesome. sales, held to the yes. Is a cell phone or good? I was just showing the audience in case they didn't see. Like, is a cell phone or all of this information on social media to your client who you're trying to sell something on? Yeah, is so beneficial. It's huge because you can go in and you can you can say, oh, well, I have a corgi. Yes, but for that, what <laughs> you have? They're like, I got a corgi. I got a corgi. And you know what's crazy is they never act weird about it because people like talking about themselves. They know what they share. So, like, that's weird for everyone. It's like, if I go, like, hey, like, I said to some guy, he wasn't giving any time of day. And I was like, oh, you're North North Catholic. I, like, I graduated there from t- all of a sudden. Oh, oh, what year did you graduate? Did you go to the old school or the new school? And all of a sudden, this guy's actually talking to me and, like, all right, send me an email. I'll talk to you next week. So, why does it boast into showing that the matrix of this capitalistic society? can literally pump so much information into your mind of eat them Tyson chicken nuggets or you want them Tyson chicken nuggets. So it is hugely beneficial it's like, for the salesman, mm-hmm. but it is wild to think that that's the world that we live it's in. Like, it's like we're being in a weird, screwed up way, pinned against ourselves in our, in our own mental health by continuously feeding into the the social media machine of like trying to one up each other not even one up each other because it's not what it is like again there's i don't think there's anything negative about like when i want to post a picture of my girlfriend and we're out having a beer like i'm like oh look how cute my girlfriend is that's how i care about i love my girlfriend look how adorable she is and then someone with you know having a shitty day could look at that be like oh man i wish i had a girlfriend who was cute and i could hang out with and take pictures of woe is me i'm so fucking sick and like because i've been in those situations not maybe in that exact manner but that's what it is if you're like 
coming from the right place is just i love my girlfriend and i want to share her with the world and if in any manner you look at anyone's social media post and see that you're like and compare yourself compare yourself right and, yourself. right but every how how do you not how do you not man because what else are you doing on there no one's on like unless it's your grandmother no one's on facebook like whoa so cute so happy for you oh there's my jimmy he did it again in the softball league oh there's a couch on sale facebook marketplace gotta tell my grandson brandon <laughs> but like like there's no like i mean yes and no social media the healthy competition that we that we talk about with the right with perspective, the right, perspective yeah. right to the right person right so if you take back control of your mind and you have the ability it's all about it's it's controlling and, and understanding like it's because it's rough man like that's what i mean is i think social media is like in all of its sense is incredibly useful in understanding and learning and it's all the right thing it's like pushing creativity right a microwave is a very useful tool until you put aluminum foil in it and then it fucking explodes <laughs> like like shit is fucking bad when you don't use it in the right manner and like like unfortunately you're messing with like you know mental health in, in the human brain as opposed to something that heats up brandon's tyson chicken nuggets <laughs> but dinosaur chicken nuggets dude, those are they always hit better but um yeah it's it's just such a bummer for people trying to go through that journey and only consistently see like the destinations in people's lives as opposed to oh i'm having a bad day i think one thing you're probably not gonna post you just want everyone to know i'm having a bad day today other than you you'll do that which i love about you but <laughs> but like that's usually not it and like even when it is it still doesn't come off as genuine or you don't seem to care about it as much you know like yeah or their day is not as bad as mine yeah. you know oh. <laughs> oh you want to see a bad day, <laughs> mine has a bad day. <laughs> i hope people understand that when i like talk in voice that's just me that's just me like uh, like six months ago <laughs> that's just derek's <laughs> previous voice <laughs> That's all it is. I, yeah, I think that's the coolest thing is that like when I when I talk about well people have done this, it's just me. I'm just talking about me mostly. <laughs> Even the grandma's voice. Like, yeah. Oh, Brandon, I found another cassette player. You sound like Marty McFly's mom <laughs> in the second Back to the Future. I love it so, too. Yeah, I mean, all of this self building and self growth here in this whole scenario of building yourself up. If you don't have the right perspective or the gratitude for the situation, you're ultimately going to walk through this scenario with the wrong mindset, which isn't going to allow for you to do any of any growth, any change, or any you know discovery whatsoever. It makes us like a slave to our habits and not the master of them. And I think that's important with like our neurotransmitter balance, like we talk about. You know, you could be somebody labeled as has ADHD or, you know, someone who falls into addiction or even addiction of your habits or mindsets, your addiction to your thoughts or your addiction to stress like we talked about. But like 
it's crazy because we just go and look at the next guy and we say, you know, are they doing better than me or are they doing worse than me? And then that's how we'll set our own expectations and go, well, if they're up here, I need to get up there. If we don't get up there, then we feel bad about ourselves. Yeah. Then we look at everybody's stuff and we go, they're living such a good life. But then we realize, you know, that person, like you said, as we get to talk to them, it might be the case that that's the only thing that they're like clenching on to is like, is my Instagram post. Yeah. Like, okay, I got four likes. That's awesome. But it's funny. You guys mentioned we could use it the right way. We just don't always use it right. And, uh, I think we could definitely do a better job as like a side quest of like only encouraging people through social media. And then that's it. Like, and then trying to be objective about it is what it is. It's a tool, but it's not a crutch. Like we can't yeah. use it as a crutch to be like, this is what makes me happy is reinforcement from people who are imaginary until we in real life. Otherwise, we might as well be that like philosophical brain in a jar, which we might be. Who knows? We could be three brains in a jar, but you know, nothing to say for it or against it. But yeah. we're in the social media avatar stage kind of right now. Already, yeah, that's what I mean. It's not like we don't need a helmet in, in an avatar. Like you're already kind of creating a brand or or an idea of yourself without people knowing you anyway. And and like going back to that too, like thinking of like looking at the accomplishments or, or the, the, um, the destinations people have found and they share on social media. Like how unfair is it to that person to be like, like, Oh, this person is such a good chef. Like I'll never learn to cook like that. And like my first thought when, when looking at it from a perspective I haven't and in, in probably ways I, I maybe have in the past subconsciously is like, how unfair is it to that person who has spent their entire lives like learning how to cook and they just want to share it with other people? Like, do you think like, oh, you're so proud that you can't even begin to learn how to cook? You'll, you, you know, you'll never be that person. Like, never thinking about how much work that person's put into what they're doing. It's just, it's rough, man. Like, it's, it's so much less for me, at least, about the person sharing the things and like, oh, even if it's just the highlights of their life. Like that, that's beautiful in the right perspective, but so much more about like what you make of that. Cause you have, a, you have the ability to change. And there, there are ways that that is, that is false. I promise. But like in, in a lot of manners, there's a way of, of looking at it in a better light. Well, how much distraction are you pumped or entertainment are you pumped? Yeah. With, uh, you know, football and sports and competition and all this, uh, Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, usually it's like, right. It doesn't even matter anyway. Fast, like, yo, uh, one of us, yeah. one of us humans was able to run that freaking. Yeah. Right. It's true. Like what else can any of the other of us do? Yeah. Like shit. 
<laughs> yeah, it's it's like a uh, you know you have to do a an inventory check with yourself in that sense too of like okay like why do you feel that way and you know how does that align with what you're trying to accomplish like if you feel you know you you're acting negatively in a manner uh, or in a manner where you know you may not be appreciative of the accomplishments of somebody else then then what's going on with you like like are you holding yourself accountable to the goals you're aligning yourself with are those even the goals you're you know you should be aligning yourself with anyway like maybe you should be looking for something else like if you're not getting value or uh accomplishment out of what you're currently doing then like maybe that's just not where you're supposed to be anyway and that's no detriment to the people that were able to accomplish things it's just it's it's more of a way to give yourself a chance to realign where you're focusing yeah how often do people actually like they see all cowboys just won their 14th championship it is definitely not a thing. So and so just won their sixth ring, you know, and it's just like, oh, we hate those people, you know. It's not like, oh wow, congrats, an organization was able to do that already. No, yeah. It's this constant negative. I don't think people actually stop and go, why do I have this like frustration towards these other humans like why am i frustrated that why am i mad about this i don't think people take uh, that inventory or stuff those people are uh, typically from cleveland <laughs> <laughs> or they're from rooting for the jets yeah well that they have been both yeah, being down um uh, I'm so, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's the <laughs> truth though but it is like you know what was really cool was when um not to hit on sports too much though, but like when like when Alexander Ovechkin finally won a Stanley Cup. Took, him, like, yeah, took he... him thirteen years. Anyone who appreciates sports or hockey or anything knew that that man deserved a championship more than ninety nine percent of players in the league when like he won. Leonardo it. DiCaprio of hockey. Yeah, you know, he, I don't like to say it. Unstoppable. Like, yeah, constantly passed over for the Oscar. And yeah, it's like all right, he got it finally. Yep. All right, he truly deserved. deserved. There's no way he could have gone without it. And uh, I think that's what makes it cool is because with the right perspective, like that's someone like hockey hands, hockey fans here and, and everywhere just did not enjoy his presence or playing against him or whatever it may be. It's a guy you'd love to have on your team, obviously. But you can, most people can appreciate greatness. Even, even, yeah, even like, I mean, it's a little different. Right. Like, look at Flyers fans giving uh, Mary Lemieux a uh, a standing ovation in his first game in Philadelphia after cancer. Like, it was his first game back. Standing ovation. The worst fans in the world. You know? Like, yeah. there, there's even love in those guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it comes full circle when you start actually going on mm-hmm. this, this quest of like, mm-hmm. self-discovery and building yourself up. So, today's episode was all about talking about self-development portion of building yourself up and what kind of hurdles have you uh, had to tackle or experienced along that journey of your building of yourself so you guys have anything to uh anything i think uh good summary of what we learned could also learn from watching good old bruce almighty you know complain about everything in the world but at the end of the day if you keep complaining it's not going to help you any yeah. Do nope. what you can with what you have and appreciate yeah. and love it. Amen. Amen.
Bruce Almighty. Thanks for joining us, guys. <laughs> did he say? Did you say Bruce Lee or Bruce Almighty? Bruce Almighty. I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Bruce Almighty. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll see y'all later, guys. Thanks, guys.